You cannot understand America without understanding the South. It's the fastest growing, youngest, and most diverse part of the country. And Southerners are changing the music we listen to, the movies we watch, the food we eat, and the stories we share. I'm John Hammontree, host of The Reckon Interview, and each week I sit down and talk with some of the South's most interesting thinkers and creators. We talk about how this place shaped them and how they're reshaping the South. So go ahead and subscribe to The Reckon Interview, available wherever you get your podcasts. For AL.com, I'm Ben Flanagan. This is Outbreak Alabama, stories from a pandemic. The trends in Alabama right now are, are not good. In July, we've added over 17,000 new cases. And as I'm talking right now, it's the 13th. So we've had 13 days. Today, we welcome back AL.com reporter Ramsey Archibald. Ramsey compiles daily data on COVID-19 spread in Alabama. As of today, Monday, July 13th, 2020, Alabama has 54,768 confirmed cases with 1,096 confirmed deaths and 518,827 total tested, according to the Alabama Department of Public Health. According to Ramsey's reporting, hospitalizations and deaths are up over previous months. Hospitalizations hit new highs last week, and the seven-day average for daily reported deaths is at 16 today, higher than it's been in months. I spoke to Ramsey about what stands out about Alabama's numbers, why he says it's hard to overstate, the July uptick, and if he can find any good news in the latest data. Ramsey, Alabama added 1,860 coronavirus cases overnight, bringing its seven-day total to more than 10,000. What jumps out to you about today's numbers? I think what jumps out to me most is not just today, but kind of the trend that we've been seeing here in Alabama over the past, really since the start of July and even before, is just how fast the numbers seem to be accelerating here. The 1,800 or so we added today, as you mentioned, is the second most we've ever seen. We added 2,000 in one day earlier this month. And I think just the rate of acceleration here, but and then also in some of the state's largest counties, so Jefferson County, Madison and Mobile are all seeing really high numbers right now. So I think those are the things that really stand out to me the most. Yeah. And to help put Alabama's spike into context, you tweeted that it's difficult to overstate just how much coronavirus has taken off in July. So how exactly do you overstate it? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, every time I look at the numbers in July, it's sort of like every single day I'm getting used to you know, expecting the numbers to be worse or expecting, you know, higher case counts and averages and all that. I think it's important to remember that we're not, you shouldn't look at any one day and and take it necessarily right at face value. Each day is just one piece of data and the trends that you look at. So those averages and everything are a little bit more important in, in determining where Alabama or anywhere for that matter actually is in this pandemic. And the trends in Alabama right now are, are, not good. In July, we've added over 17,000 new cases. And as I'm talking right now, it's the 13th. So we've had 13 days. To put that into perspective, in June, the entire month of June, so 30 days, we added 20,000 cases. And our seven-day average right now for cases 
is just under 1500 per day. So by Wednesday of this week, so the 15th, halfway through the month, July will be the worst month for coronavirus cases in Alabama so far. And the month is kind of, it's on pace to basically double up June, which is not a good thing. What about hospitalizations and deaths? Are they up or down or about the same? Yeah. So last week, Alabama hit an all-time high in hospitalizations, current hospitalizations. That number sort of went down over the weekend. It's hard to say if that means that we're turning in a good direction or not. Like I said, one data point is hard to take anything from. But, I mean, we want to see that number go down. But it's higher than it's been at any point in any previous months during the pandemic so far. And deaths today, the seven-day average for deaths hit 16, which the last time it was that high was in April by my count. So it's been months since we've seen coronavirus deaths as high as we've seen them over the past week or so in Alabama. Now, death reporting is a little bit weird because there's a lot of delays built into it. Uh, We always talk about how death is a lagging indicator. So what that means is someone has to get sick and have a case before they die of the virus. So when we see a big spike in cases, we expect to see a spike in deaths maybe three weeks or so after. But there's also some other delays that are built in. So when I say a death was reported today or 10 deaths or however many are reported in a day, that doesn't mean that that many people died in that day. But that being said, we're seeing more deaths reported recently than we have for months. And are we seeing an uptick in testing? There is this conventional wisdom out there, and it's really based more on presumption than anything, that more testing is why we see more cases. Is that really the case? Uh, No, that is not the reason we're seeing an upswing in cases. There have been more tests performed in Alabama recently than really at any moment in the pandemic so far. We're averaging around 9,000 tests per day over the last seven days, which is a, a higher number by a pretty significant margin than we've seen. But the percentage of tests that come back positive is actually higher than it's been ever also. So we're we're seeing a lot more cases and we're seeing cases increase at a faster rate than we're seeing tests increase. Basically, that's the percent of tests that come back positive. And in Alabama, that percentage right now, if you look at the seven day average of tests performed and the seven day average of new cases, that percentage is standing right at 16.2, which is about the highest it's been. Because of the way the data is reported, there was a day where zero new tests were reported, but cases got added. And so that kind of messed with the numbers. But outside of that error, today's ratio of 16.2% is the highest it's ever been. So that's the highest positivity rate we've seen. You note in your story that health department data says more than 4,000 healthcare workers have tested positive for the virus since March, along with more than 4,600 long-term care facility employees and residents. Has there been an uptick there lately? I mean, is that a, is that a surprising cumulative number? I mean, it's a very significant number. I, I don't know if it's surprising because these people are sort of, you know, on the front lines of this virus, but it is surprising, especially when you consider the precautions that these people take, like healthcare workers are, you know, if you've ever seen the PPE, the personal protective equipment they have to put on, every day. It's a lot. Like It's not just like the masks 
people wear to the grocery store. It's a whole lot more than that. So the fact that they're still getting sick at such a high rate while using those preventative measures is, you know, something to take note of. As far as the numbers, I think those update not as often as some of the other numbers. So we're looking at roughly the same right now as we as we were then. Uh, I think they maybe update that once a week. So Ramsey, what have you seen in the data that might explain the why when it comes to the spike? What do you consider the best explanation as to why we've seen such a surge in Alabama recently? What are we doing wrong? You know, I, I, I don't know. Uh, I think there's a lot of things that could be part of it. You know, after Memorial Day, we talked about the Memorial Day spike and then spikes potentially caused by protests. And then we just recently had the July 4th holiday. We wouldn't necessarily expect to see the full spike from that yet. So that's something, you know, the numbers could get even worse in the next few days. But I think it really comes down to are people doing what the guidelines suggest? Are people wearing masks, staying home, socially distancing from others? And I can't say, you know, for sure that we're not seeing that. But I can say anecdotally that I think people in Alabama have been kind of hesitant to that, to do that. But as for what the data says, it kind of tells me where we are, but not necessarily why we're there. Is there any good news? I think, you know, if you look for it, you can find some good news. There's a few places. There's still several counties in Alabama that have really low number of cases and deaths, which is obviously very good. And we would like to see that continue in those places. There's also a few places that have sort of, I won't say flattened the curve, but sort of plateaued a little bit. So they're not accelerating like a lot of the state is like. So take Montgomery County, for instance, they were at one point the worst county in the state for coronavirus cases. And they now have really, like I said, plateaued. So they spiked, went down a little bit, and now they're staying right around 60 cases per day, which is still a high number. But it's much, much lower than a lot of the other large counties in Alabama, especially, like I said, Jefferson Mobile and Madison counties, which are all up over 100 cases. And Jefferson County is averaging like 220, I think, 230 cases per day, which is a ton. Ramsey, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. If you or anyone you know is affected by coronavirus and want to share your story, please email bflanagan at al.com. That's B-F-L-A-N-A-G-A-N at al.com. For all of our coverage on the outbreak and how it continues to impact Alabama, visit al.com slash coronavirus. If you like the show, please rate us and write a review. Thanks for listening.